Hello. It's me. I like, why do I get so scared that I'm gonna get copyrighted? I like, literally like, got so anxious. I'm so sorry. Um, so this episode is gonna be about family. This episode is called Blood. Okay. Why it's called Blood is because obvious reasons and depression and just how hard things are. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, in episode three, part one, Project Popper. No, 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 no. Mm-mm-mm. Not that episode. The episode before. A Cult and Culture of Sex. I opened up about my first sexual experience, but I didn't really go into too much detail. So, I'm going to start off with talking about my childhood. As I'm sitting here in bed, sick again, this, like, I'm not having sex anymore, yo. Like, this one actually ended my career. Um... I, should I say it? Honestly, no. I Well, I kind of have to now. <laughs> so I don't have the results back yet, but I believe I have genital herpes. Um, It's very common. I just am not sure if I've had it for a while and symptoms just started showing up. Or if this is, I got it from someone and someone lied to me. So I'm very hurt at the moment. I am on meds because it is extremely painful. And I've been (laughs) super sick. But it's fine because I've gotten to watch Dance Moms, which made me very nostalgic. So I am just... (sighs) Vibing before I have to work tomorrow. I have training. Eh. Um, there's it's raining in New York. There's some lightning outside my window. It looks very aesthetically pleasing. Okay. So, where do I even want to start when I talk about my family? I. It's a complicated relationship. I feel like everyone has family problems and a lot of people like I hate when someone says like families forever like that's bullshit yo like you pick who your family is like you can pick and choose I do not believe that you should be restricted to the birth giver and creators of you I really don't believe that because if they do something totally If they cross the line, like, you need space. You should not just forget about it and move on just because, whatever, they're your family. That's bullshit. You do not forgive someone until you have processed it and, like, comprehended it and you feel fine about it. So, I... I'm going to talk about my family. At the moment, I do not talk to my mother. 
I do talk to my father, but it's very vanilla. I don't talk to my brothers. I... Oh, someone's ringing to get in the apartment. Who the fuck? Eh. Um, okay, period. I do talk to my sister, Jane. I mean, it's not as close as it used to be. We got very close during quarantine. But, yeah, since I moved here, it's kind of, like, distant. Um, yeah, so I'll get into that later. Sorry, Jane, if you're listening. Oop, I'm so sorry, girly. Um, I don't really talk to a lot of people on my mother's side. I do talk to my cousin, Holly, who I adore. If you're listening, I adore you. Um, she was always there for me. She was funny story, my godmother. I am not religious anymore, but obviously I grew up Catholic, which I will get into. So let's dive into it. But yeah, I don't really talk to anyone on my father's side either since I moved to New York. And I still live in New York. I don't know why people don't think I live here anymore. So that's silly of you guys. Um, yeah. So as a kid, I was very feminine. I was very flamboyant, you might say. I <laughs> was very fruity. <laughs> Why am I using this voice? I'm dead as fuck. Because herpes has given me a new perspective on life. How shitty life is, I've realized in the last year. How nightmares are when you wake up. Oh, some cutie is texting me on Bumble. Funny story. This is so off topic, but now that I saw that Bumble notification, I swear to God, I <laughs> was on Bumble Biz for like months, you guys. And I was like sending people messages like, hey, daddy, like, oh, you so fine. Like things like that. Like, oh, so sexy. Like, I'm on my knees, like, I'm drooling, like, funny shit like that. Like, take me out to dinner, and they would be like, what do you do? And I'd be like, LOL, like, okay, um, currently unemployed, but moral of the story, I fucking hit on everyone on Bumblebiz, even though they weren't looking for that. And my occupation said I worked for OnlyFans. But anyway, back to what I was originally talking about. We're already at seven minutes. That's crazy. Okay. So, yeah. I was a flamboyant kid. Kind of my entire family knew I was gay. Whatever the fuck. We grew up in University Heights on Seabrook Road. 2487 Seabrook Road. Please don't. This is like a safety risk. I don't know why I just said that. Safety, safety risk. A safety hazard. I don't know what you would say. But... That's my childhood home. I haven't really been back since the summer when I went with Jill. She rented a car last minute to, like, surprise me and be like, let's go get the rest of your clothes because I'm a whore and I need a full wardrobe. So she she was, she was real for that. So mwah. thank you, Jill. Sorry again that I slept with someone in your bed. LOL. We're good. 
I literally was so scared. I called her the other night because that episode came out. And I literally was like, girl, please don't be mad. I needed to tell you. Because she's been busy. She has not (laughs) been around. She's been doing her own thing. And I'm fine with that. I just wanted to tell her in person before she heard it on Spotify. That's crazy. Spotify, sponsor me. Okay. So, yeah, we grew up in University Heights. It is the predominantly Jewish neighborhood. The east side of Cleveland is a little religious. Um, there was a grade school right by my house, Jesu, that I went to. Um, that would be a fever dream to go back there. I have, like, the weirdest memories there. Back then, I all thought it was so serious. But it was not. And you know when, like, you find your sexual self and, like, it's so rooted in people back then? Like, there were guys that are so fine now that I'm like, oh, I was so right for knowing that then. So, yeah. My hell story started in, like, fifth grade. I... No, I already talked about this a little bit, but, like, I hung out with the girls, yo. Like, there were times when I would sit at the girls' table. Like, they segregated the girls and the guys. And I didn't have any friends, really. I had, like, a friend group that I loved at the time. And it was ruined because, as we know, I talked about my cousin in that whole situation, which I'm going into... I'm procrastinating it right now because it gets me very depressed and just, ooh, ooh, trauma, ooh, I don't want to go to therapy again because that was so traumatizing, um, but yeah, he would sit with them, and it was hella awkward, I didn't like him, he was weird, ooh, Because everyone was making fun of me for being gay and no one stood up for my ass. And I was so mad at everyone for that. So I sat with the girls. The girls were so fun, like Kiki, and they were like supporting me. They loved it. So I sat with them all the time. And we would have open gym. And I would sneak into the other gym. The Latin teacher and me were like, we're tight, so... He would just pretend he didn't know and let me in there. And we would play kickball, yo. This shit was wild. We would play kickball. Like, for... I forgot how long the breaks were. But I swear to God, like, 40 minutes. And when we had recess outside, like, the four square games were deadly. And that was the highlight of my day. Like, playing four square with the girls playing kickball with the girls, like, eating lunch with the girls, sitting in class next to the girls. Like, every time we got to pick our seats, too, I would sit next to my besties. Um, Quick shout-out, like, Kana Davison was my best friend back then. <laughs> I'm gooped and gagged. <laughs> this is so nostalgic. Jennifer Brown was, like, my bestie back then. Um, Who else? I, like, Sophie Ozan was my friend until she went to another school. Um, yeah, we always had these childhood photos together, and I thought they were so goddamn funny. Honestly, here's a bit of a confession. 
I would use Sophie Ozan as clout because everyone loved her. She's gorge. Girl, we get it. So I had all these, like, we were childhood besties. Like, me and Claire Radke, yo. And we, like, I, I tried to use it for clout so the guys would like me. But it didn't work. Like, whatever. So, anyway. Yeah. I would sit next to, who else is my friend? I, like, went so off topic. Um, I mean, the obvious, Lily Brown was my best friend forever. We kind of don't talk anymore for, I guess, I'll get into that in a different episode. I was thinking about that today, but I guess this is, like, about family. But I'm talking a lot about my childhood, so now I'm, like, confused what the point of this episode is. Um, but yeah, in school. I'm talking about my my raising, how my parents rose me. Um, yeah. So, people were fucking rude at that school. I remember my mother would make these pumpkin muffins and everyone loved them. But, like, when it came to people bullying me at school, homegirl did nothing. I remember going to the pool, Purvis Park pool. It was our community pool. I remember going and bitches were calling me gay at the pool and I got so upset that I left. I don't know why it was so dramatic, but like I got on my little bike, I got my my pool pass and I I skirted out of there. They were people from my grade school. And I was like, why is everyone so fucking mean? And my mother was like, I why did you, like, leave the pool today? Like, your cousin told me you left the pool today. And I was like, why is that any of his fucking business? Like, who the fuck is he telling? He, like, told his mother, Suzanne, my aunt, that, like, someone was calling me gay. Like, why? Like, if you weren't going to do anything, why are you just trying to, like, start something? But, okay. So she brought it up, and I was, like, so embarrassed, but, like, she just brought it up to bring it up. Like, there was no point to bringing it up. And I was like, um, okay. So we just completely moved on after that. It was never brought up again until I came out. Okay. So. That happened in, in, I'm sorry, this is going to take a real dark turn real fast. So it was, like, Sixth, fifth grade, sixth grade-ish. It's kind of a blur at this point. I don't remember when it started, but I talked a lot about this with my therapist. And she, we came to the conclusion that a lot of my childhood, I was being molested um, by my cousin, Anthony, because... It was an abusive relationship. It, again, he would always tell his mom, like, I didn't want to hang out with him. And there was an obvious reason why I didn't want to hang out with him. Because he was being inappropriate towards me. And it got to this point where I just, like, had, like, I gave up because there was no 
reason to defend myself. What was I supposed to say? I was so young at the time, and so I didn't know exactly what was happening. So, yeah, he would just do shady things like that, like invite himself to my birthday party. Like, not stand up for me at school. And stupid shit like that. And then tell his mother that I was a horrible person and that I was rude to him or stupid shit like that that just didn't make any sense. So I would try and avoid him at all costs is the moral of the story. But it would just happen again and again. Like my mother worked a lot when I was a kid. So we would have to go over to our cousin's house. Sorry, I just got the idea to Google that um, house they moved but I think of 3987 Fenwick Road is it is it I'm so scared <gasps> bitch is it was I right <gasps> no wait I don't fucking know 3987 3987 Four four six three nine eight seven four four six. That was their telephone number, because I remembered always calling it because I would hang out with his sister, my cousin Olivia, and obviously we liked the same things. We liked Project Runway, we liked just playing DS, Minecraft, things like that. So I would always try and hang out with her. But my aunt would, like, bully me and be like, no, you need to hang out with Anthony. And I'd be like, girl, I'm dead as fuck. And it would be, like, I'd be like, no. And when we all had to hang out in a group, like, it was so traumatizing. It was so awkward because how horrible things were behind closed doors. Because we would spend hours there from after school. Because I went to school with him. So I would see him at school. And then I would go from school to their house because our mother didn't trust us home alone and our aunt would cook for us. So it would just be all the time, nonstop. And I wonder why I have such bad anxiety because and why my memory, my memory has never been good. Growing up as a kid, I couldn't spell for my life. I was never good at tests or anything. But, like, I was so good at math, bro. I was out there doing the damn thing. Solving those equations. Dividing. Multiplying. I was so good at math. But that's not what we're trying to talk about. I'm trying to trauma dump right now. So, we would go over there. And it would just get so dark real quick. It started off, like... I don't like talking about this because a lot of guys or, like, people in general, like, get off on my trauma. I don't know what it is that's so fascinating about me. Well, actually, that's a stupid thing to say. I do know what's fascinating about me. But, like, I don't get the certain topics that people are, like, it's gross that someone gets off to that. Like, me deciding to open up to someone and then they're, like like, turned on in a sick way that, like, I'm a damaged child. 
but okay so anyway that's why I'm scared to like talk about this because I already know I'm gonna have a lot of people fucking making fun of this shit a lot of guys just being pervy as fuck for this and it's just disgusting but I'm doing this for me not for anyone else at this point because I don't give a fuck my anxiety has been so bad to the point that I just derealize every day now things look like a paper book like flat in my vision and I just like have anxiety all day and question things all day I don't have the confidence that I used to have because I ran away from so much of this. I just recently signed my first lease, which I told you guys about, but all this shit has finally caught up to me and just has beaten me over and over again and just trying to like process it because I have so much alone time recently because I've been so sick. And it's just taking such a toll on me. It makes you so miserable and hopeless. But I'm fine. Anyway. So it would... Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. It would start off like weird gestures. Like it was... It was inappropriate. Yeah. It was very inappropriate. And... I... Remember... Just being like, I feel like a lot of your trauma comes out in like, again, this is probably why Michaela was this way. Because she, she had childhood trauma. So it makes you like think, like when you're a child, life is mainly like a good thing I think you enjoy you're innocent you don't know a lot so when you grow up you try to get that back that innocence so to speak even though it's not innocence it's just not knowing it's lack of knowledge what's the I don't know what the smart word I'm looking for is but so I feel like when you grow up you try and bring yourself back to that sensation of being a child because I have the worst taste in men I it's bad a man that like doesn't respect me like doesn't like to cuddle like that's the kind of man I always find myself with instead of someone that I actually find attractive actually no that's a lie I feel like I just have bad luck the guys that I get the terrible people are the ones that are always available at the time where I feel I need um what is that fucking word oh my god um self-satisfaction what is the word bitch I'm dead as fuck. I don't know what the word is. But like, mm, yeah, like fulfilled when you want to feel fulfilled. You know what I'm saying. So I wouldn't say that. I take that back. Anyway, so as a kid, yeah, he did some weird fucking shit. 
And I felt like I couldn't speak up. One, because I was a kid. Two, because everyone was bullying me. And they were like, you're gay. You like this. You want this. And at the time, no one was gay. I didn't know what any of that meant. And like, here, this figure that like I was forced to hang out with was doing this shit. And it just felt like my aunt was bullying me, being like, hang out with him. Everyone in school was like, this is what you want. And I just let it happen. I, yeah, I'm so numb to this story at this point. I feel like I've told it a million times and I've tried to get rid of it out of my mind, but it just sits there. I wrote an entire, um, archived, like, poetry book called, maybe that, maybe I will change the episode name to this, um, Crayola's Childhood Killer of a Color. It was a very raw, um, set of, series of poetry about just being molested as a kid. It felt like I couldn't talk to anyone. And it really sucked because even when I did speak up, a lot of my family still... I didn't know what to expect exactly but a lot of my family still talks to um that side of the family and it kind of feels like no one actually ever had my back even though that's where a lot of the fights came from my whether that be my siblings or my parents being like we're always on your side and then there I was eating alone on Thanksgiving because I didn't want to go over to Suzanne's house, my aunt's house, with Anthony, my cousin, because I was making it awkward. What was that even... What the fuck was that even supposed to mean? What does that even mean? I literally... Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck because my... This is when it got really bad because... It was happening so much as a kid that I didn't... That's also why my derealization is so bad. Because if you have bad childhood trauma, you... It affects your memory so bad. And it fucks with your, like, sense of, like, perception and just processing things. Because... Because... Oh, my God. Because you just don't want to process it because you're so stressed out that your brain just shuts off and convinces yourself that you're in like this dream state of mind. So you don't worry as much, even though it is a scary state of mind. So you do worry. But yeah, it's just a never ending cycle. I don't know why the brain does this, because I guess it just gets you to think about something else. But that's not really helpful. So yeah um so it was i think it was when the fuck was this 
I don't remember. No, because I went to high school. But I thought it was 8th grade. When did my parents go out to California? It was 8th grade to freshman year, I thought. I mean, yeah. My parents went to California with my brother for a gaming tournament. Um, yeah. I never really talked to my brothers growing up. I did talk to my one brother. Why am I yawning again? The one episode I was yawning like the entire fucking thing and it cracked me up because I was talking about the most depressing thing and I was sitting in this bed and I literally was just yawning in between talking about living in the projects and it was so funny but it was so it was so frank me um but yeah they went to California and because he was my brother was trying out for this team they scouted him whatever and my parents were like well you guys obviously can't stay home and I was like girl Okay, then I'm going to go stay at the Browns' house. And they were like, no, we need you to stay at your cousin's house. And I was like, no, but I don't want to. And they were like, why? And I was like, because I don't want to. And they were like, well, you're a bitch. Um, you just don't like your cousin. We don't see why. But you have to hang out there because family is family. Which is why I'm so bitter to that phrase. Because my mother used that shit so much. Thinking that was like her ace of spades. Like, bitch, you're so frustrating. I literally called her on the phone this summer and called her a cunt. Because she never wanted to talk about serious things. And I hope her ass is listening to this. Because I'm dead as fuck. Because this song's from Pretty Little Liars. And Dance Moms is playing it. Um, anyway, yeah, so I hope she's listening to this. Um, so they (laughs) made me stay at my cousin's house. I fought as long as I could, and they actually were neighbors with, um, the Browns. So I spent the majority of that weekend at the Browns' house to avoid him, but obviously when the night came... I would have to sleep there at the Panikis. And I would, like, the first night, I remember, I got to sleep in Olivia's room. I did it, like, out of, I think I did it myself. I, like, set it up in there, and I, like, convinced her to let me sleep in her room. And then my aunt, like, fucking yelled at my ass. She literally, because the next day, I had a modeling, oh my god, this is so nostalgic. My mother paid for this modeling class, and my aunt was going to drive me. It was in Akron, so it was like a long drive, I would say. It was like an hour. It's like in between Columbus and Cleveland. So we, I got in the car with her, and she would be, she was literally like, she started the car and see I'm literally fucking laughing because laughing about trauma helps it's not even funny what I'm laughing about but it's just default at this point 
Um, because I think I'm trying to bring, like, happiness back into my brain. Um, I forgot what those chemicals are called. I'm so sorry, you guys. My brain is really going to mush right now. Because I hate talking about this. Um, I got in the car with her. And she literally was like, why do you hate my son? And I looked at her and I didn't know what the fuck to say. And I was like, because your son's homophobic. That's deadass what I said. And I... Don't even think I was out at the time. I, Or maybe I said he calls me gay or something. And she just was so appalled and, like, didn't understand it. And, like was literally like whatever and it just was like dead ass silent I think we talked about something else but it was so awkward and it was that long ass drive that I had to sit with her and yeah then she had to drive me home so then it was another long ass drive of just awkwardness but that's so funny because yeah then I went out that night and I went to the Browns house and I remember coming back to the Panikis, and I was like, I can't do this, because my, I'm, you know, like, it's honest, though, I'm gonna say this shit, not to, like, I don't care, my sister, Jane, my, Anthony would, like, cuddle her, like, would literally, like, be so inappropriate, and, like, grope her, and it was so dirty watching it, And I literally, like, all the time they would do that shit. And I brought it up to her. And she deadass lied to my face when I brought it up. She was literally like, no, like, no. And, like, I literally was there and I've seen it. And so have the Browns. Like, Lindsay, after I told a lot of my childhood friends about this, they literally were like, yeah, he is weird with your siblings and your other cousins. And I was literally like, yeah, I fucking know. But I drank that night I got home at the Panikis. I fucking went to their bar cart and I drank this alcohol. Because, yeah, whatever. I was an alcoholic as a kid, kind of. Well, no, not really. My parents just made me think I was. Because I'm so sorry, but like my cousins lived across the street and I would always let their dogs out. They had like one of those digit codes where you could get into the into the house very easily and I would go over there and honestly I would be lighting up those the ends of the blunts and drinking a little as a young kid like lol it's not as bad as it sounds though it was like casual drinking because then when I got to high school Everyone was, like, blacking out all the time. Especially now in college. Everyone's blacking out all the time. And I'm, like, so just, like... I just want, like, a tipsiness. Like, casual drinking. Like, yeah, I had those times where I drank too much. And my dad, like, wrung my ass for that shit. But, like, it was never bad. They took... Oh, my God. They took my makeup because of my drinking I there was this there was this bourbon handle no it was a whiskey handle or was it bourbon I don't know there was a whiskey handle in the garage and 
I would take some from it and fill it with apple juice. I thought I was so smart. And there was like a few times that I drank out of it and I would steal my mom's cigarettes. Whatever, it was a vibe, I'm not gonna lie. Cigarettes always make me like nauseous as fuck though. So, I don't know what I was thinking. I can't smoke nowadays. But, yeah. I literally got all my makeup taken for that because my dad brought the handle to, um, oh my god, my ass hurts so bad, bro, with this cold sore. That's a TMI. This episode is literally so inappropriate, but I don't care. Um, my, I shaved today, though. My skin is so smooth. So, yeah, they brought it to the family party. And one of my cousins was like, why is it so light? And I had left the family party. I was drunk. <laughs> LOL. I always drank at the family parties and like no one fucking ever said anything because I wasn't like blacked out. But like I was enjoying myself because I had some good cousins that would like give me like some of their drink. Like it was never bad. So I'm just trying to defend myself as a kid. Because everyone always thought I was such an, a raging alcoholic. Because, oh my god, I forgot to talk about this. Because when I was in 8th grade, a lot of trauma was happening. And my, I need an episode about like my childhood friends because there was some crazy shit I did now that I'm thinking about this. We played beer pong, like as kids like in eighth grade like it was a normal thing like it wasn't that much vodka I was at my friend's house it was at Lily's house and um I think our friend Sophie Kless posted the photo on social media or whatever my cousin was there because not Anthony my other cousin David Hoffman was there because Sophie Kless had a crush on him and we were like let's make something happen lol so I mean we did and it was mad awkward now that I'm thinking about that. That whole group had me dead as fuck. But we played beer pong and someone at school told their mom and their mom emailed all the fucking mothers in the grade. And we got in so much trouble, I remember. Like, not with the school, with just our parents. I lost my phone. Like, everyone else was in so much trouble. But Sarah Johan literally got was she did not get yelled at yo like her parents never found out and she just didn't speak up and we were all so mad at her because we were like girl why did you not like admit like we all went down and you just said whatever and that's when our friend group really started like falling apart because no one wanted to be friends with the three bad apples. So, yeah. That's when, like, drinking as a kid was, like, happening, happening, happening. Because then it was happening at holiday parties because it was such just an escape from being with Anthony all the time. Like, I was so tired, yo. I just started to drink a lot it's always been my kind of escape from like sexual like abuse because 
it numbs the pain for a little. It doesn't help in the long run, which I found that out recently. I always knew that, but I just was waiting for it to catch up to me. Um, <laughs> LOL. So, yeah. Back to what I was talking about. Um, yeah, so Anthony's mother set up. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't. I think, no, I might have had a drink at the Browns' house. Or I had a drink at the Panicki's house. I had drinks at the Panicki's house a lot because their dad, Loki, drank all the time. He had so much alcohol. My uncle Michael, LOL. He always worked too, so I never really saw him. And he never spoke to me after I went to therapy. Um, so, yeah, we, I was going to get ready to go to bed because we had, like, our first day of school, like, the next day or whatever, like, orientation. And my aunt, like, set up a bed in my cousin's room. And I was like, girl, you doing too much. And this is literally taking all my energy like recording these episodes you i don't think y'all understand how much energy this takes i'm already at 40 minutes and i'm fucking drained like i go to bed after recording these episodes because it's like a whole ass therapy lesson but yeah so i lol she set this bed up And I just remember it being, like, so traumatizing this night. He literally just, like, forced himself on top of me when I was trying to sleep. And, like, what was I supposed to do? Scream? No one knew I was gay at the time. And, yeah, I just didn't do anything. And then I went to the bathroom and I tried to throw up. And fucking whatever. I literally tried to sleep in there, too. But I think my cousin came in, Lucy, I think she came and, like, tried to use the bathroom. But, yeah, that one was really traumatizing. I mean, just the fucking being forced to hang out with him all the time. Like, everyone just always played these mind games with me, like, making you think that I wanted it. And that's why I have such trouble today with my sexual health because I get in these bad situations and it brings me back to my roots. And I'm like, is this what I want or is this what I'm told I need? And I'm just a let it happen boy at this point and I'm trying to get over that. And I really have paid the price for that. Um... So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, they got home and I was cutting myself for majority of high school because 
I I couldn't do it, yo. I wrote a suicide letter. I couldn't do it. Going from Catholic school that had boys and girls to being molested while I was there to moving to an all-boys high school and being molested until the like day I started and having to see him every day and drive to school with him every day and not being able to move on and relive it day and day again. Yeah. I was cutting my arms and wearing the same sweatshirt every day. I, 13 Reasons Why I had come out at the time and everyone was glorifying, like, suicide. Um, yeah, so I was not in the right mindset. I definitely was a kid, so I definitely didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, <laughs> sorry. So... Yeah, it was a hard time because I completely shut down that freshman year of high school. I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't make any friends. I didn't express myself. I wore a gray sweatshirt and khaki pants because that was the dress code. I was so silenced at this school. I'll get into more about it, but it was a shit experience after what I was already dealing with. And, yeah, anyway, so while this was going on, I was getting in fights with my parents because, because, I don't know, I came out and like, homegirl, I literally came out, and this was my mother's response. I was cutting myself on the hip at this point, and I told her, I was like, I'm, I like boys. And my mom was like, I know. And that was literally it. And I literally remember being so hurt because I was like, you're not going to say, like, I love you or anything. Like, nothing. And, like, I think I touched on this in the sex episodes, but, like, my raising was being hugged all the time. My mother would hug me and kiss me on the lips. LOL. I know. I think that's weird now that I think about it, now that I've grown up kissing, like, your kids on the lips. But I had so much affection growing up. And, like, it all started going downhill after. I wouldn't even blame it on being a teen. It's different when you just become a fucking bitch and you're just depressed and in high school and everyone's so mean to you. There's a difference between puberty and just trying to express yourself. Because I was still a kind person. 
I still did the fucking dishes for her ass while she was at work on top of my homework and was so nice and cleaned because I had such bad OCD as a kid. I could not sleep until the fucking living room was clean. And yeah, I mean, things really started going downhill after I came out because I don't know. I obviously started dressing more feminine and I always got the questions like, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing that? What is your grandmother going to think? What is everyone else going to think? Your grandmother can't know you're gay. Like, stupid things like that. Like, very transphobic things, too. Because she'd just be like, oh my god. I remember her coming home from California and just saying slurs about transgender people. She literally called them freaks. And I got so mad at her for that. Calling, like, gay people and trans people, like, freaks. Saying California was ruined by, like, liberals. And I was like, girl, I'm dead as fuck. You are, like, whatever. <laughs> LOL. I think that's another reason why family is not family. Like, if your family is openly racist... Or makes, like, racist-ass remarks. Or, like, is homophobic and, like, transphobic. Like, if you hear that as a kid, that is so hard to undo in your head. Yeah, you can go out and, like, fucking, like, try and culture yourself. Which is what a lot of people do. But it's so hard to get out of that headspace. It's always going to be in your intrusive thoughts. It's impossible. But I fucking fought for that. Because quarantine came around at this time. And all the things with Black Black Lives Matter was going on. My parents were watching, like, conspiracy theory videos. On, like, how all lives matter. And, like, we're just putting people into groups. And, like, Trump's literally like Jesus Christ and some weird shit like that and how the voting was rigged and a bunch of shit and like it was literally just like a YouTube channel is the thing like I just she stopped working at this point and was knitting and just watching these videos homegirl just was not cooking was not cleaning really and it just turned so sour and would just yell at me for playing inappropriate music and stupid things like that and whatever and literally would still bring up like my cousin and I'd be like girl why like why so when I finally, like, spoke up to my cousin Holly, I fucking told her everything that happened. And she was like, we need to get you, like, some, like, therapy. Would you be comfortable with that? And it was my birthday, I remember. And I was like, yeah. Because I didn't know what the fuck to do. I was so young. I was so scared. And I was, oh, God, it was such a nightmare speaking up. Because I had never done anything like that. And... 
that's when I started finding myself in high school and I was like expressing myself and piercing my ears and my parents didn't like that and then all of a sudden they had my cousin telling them that therapy would help me and they were like why and they were so mad they dislike Holly because I don't know politics and a bunch of other stupid bullshit like my mother is so stubborn thank god I'm not stubborn I'm thank the fucking lord because yeah so my parents sent me to a therapist that they found a old ass woman I kid you not this bitch was like 60 years old and a religious fucking therapist, bro. Who had an ally sticker on her door. Like the office. Not even like her own door. Like the office door. And I was like, okay. Like, what is going on? Homegirl did not know anything I was talking about. I literally was like, I just feel like I'm not here. Like I'm watching a movie. She was like, I don't know what you mean by that. And I was like, um, girl, I don't know what I mean by it either. You're 60, bitch. Shouldn't you fucking know at this point? And she literally was just trying to be like, well, why do you have to test the, the like, why do you have to go against your school? Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, why do you have to do that? And I was like, girl, because it's the right thing to do. Everyone should be able to express themselves. Like, Hello? And my, we were in the worst fight ever because of how much trouble I was getting at, at school. And I didn't want to be religious anymore. And they forced me to get confirmed. And, like, I was so upset. So much time I wasted by just fucking, like, like getting confirmed. And, like, just stupid shit with school and them taking my shit away and them making me work at a terrible place I worked so much after school I have an employment episode coming up which I will get into that as well but I worked five days a week maybe six sometimes after school at a pizza shop that was understaffed and family owned Basically being a manager while I was fucking underage. Getting the worst ass pay. While my boss was weird as fuck, one. But yeah, I'll get into this more later. So, yeah. They were so mad at me. And when I brought up the whole situation with my cousin to my therapist, I got scared because she was like, I have to report this to Child Protective Services. And I was like, wait, backtrack. Like, it wasn't that bad. Like, do you have to tell them? She was like, yeah, and I have to tell your parents. So she told my parents that things were uncomfortable. She never went into detail, which, thank God. But, yeah, she fucking told my parents and called Child Protective Services. And I remember that ride home with my dad. He got in the car with me and started crying and was like, 
talking about how his mother passed away from cancer and like that situation and how he's felt and how he's gotten over it and then when I got home I literally did not eat and I went right to bed and my mom and dad went on a ride around the block and everything went to hell I was looked at so different after that oh my god my mother said the most fucked up shit after that happened because I would always be doing my makeup in the bathroom and I might have to do two episodes about my family but yeah whispers behind doors and everything went on after that home girl would fucking read my journal I would throw away like poems and journal entries and she would dig through the motherfucking trash and read them homegirl would like our walls were so thin I swear to god she was listening to me all the time I would do my makeup in the bathroom and she would scream it got to a point where she wouldn't yell at me anymore she would yell at my dad so my dad would yell at me and like either take my makeup my mother would throw my makeup away she would like if I left something in the bathroom she would throw it away and I had good makeup she would throw it away like mac mascara like she would throw it all away and you want to know how I knew this because I found shit that went missing and she would have it in her fucking like like collecting dust in her fucking room or something and I was like the fact that you like lied about that even if you're like borrowing it or throwing it away the fact that you're lying about that and can't admit it that's so stupid I'm dead as fuck but yeah because I started doing a lot of like expressive makeup because I stopped going to therapy because COVID hit after that thank god and I didn't want to do zoom calls anymore but I remember doing makeup and my mother came upstairs and she was like child protective services called me today and I was so scared my heart was beating so fast and I was like um and she was like and they feel that you are safe now and that's we can just move on from this. And I was like, um, 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 what? And literally we got in a fight then and there. And she was like, why don't you hug me anymore? Why don't you love me anymore? And she always turned shit into like this. Why don't you love me anymore? And I was like, cause you like, I, because after that happened, I didn't want any of my family members to touch me. I literally didn't want to hug from anyone. I didn't want anyone near me. I thought it was so weird. I thought it was so uncomfortable. And I was like, please stay away. And she was so hurt by that. And I was like, like, that just isn't respecting my space, first of all. I'm her son, and she should have, like, understood that. And, like... She said to my face, bro, that it happens a lot being molested. 
she wouldn't even say the word molested because she was like she was like she eventually would move on to the story that I was making things up and I really took offense to that it was so hurtful that she could look me in the fucking face and be like you are a liar you are a snake you're only in it for yourself and would literally just sigh because I mean obviously things at the time we were moving into like the quarantine era and I was again doing a lot of makeup and she would like come down there to see what I was doing and like invade my space and yell at me and like tell me to turn my music down and be like you're so obsessed with yourself like why do you need photos of everything and like literally like tell me to move my photography stuff in our empty renovated basement there was a space in the middle I had decorated the basement with the furniture we had because I was really into interior design at the time and there was like a sitting area where my brother had his gaming stuff with the TV. And then there was like a sewing side and in between there was just floor. So I was like, I could put like my paper backdrop right here. Homegirl would ring my ass for that. She would literally be like, she literally would scream at me and tell my dad that I needed to clean my shit up and whatever. And another way that they went through my space was when my dad went through my grinder. And, like, if that wasn't... That was before I even went to therapy. They didn't even see that and was like, maybe he needs therapy. Because I was texting old-ass men because they were the only people that were giving me attention. And my dad sees this app and the messages and is literally, like... Oh, he's fine. Whatever. I'll yell at him. Tell him he's stupid. I don't want him to die from AIDS. And he's fine. LOL. But, yeah, I was going somewhere with that. Oh, because, yeah, my mother would invite my aunt over. And I would be, like, paralyzed upstairs or, like, downstairs. Because my aunt would stay there for, like, a fucking hour to, like, two hours. And I'd be like, why? Why is she still here? Like, I need to, like, do something. And I'd be too scared to walk past her. Because every time I saw her, we would get in a fight. Because they would just call me a liar to my face. And they'd be like, why can't you just move on? And I'd be like, what do you, like, what? Like, I, it was so frustrating talking to these two. Because the fight would go from, like, talking about being molested as a kid to like gay rights to like how I don't know anything to how they've lived lives even though they've literally stayed in Ohio like their entire fucking lives and are so whitewashed and so like stupid and brainwashed it's embarrassing but anyway Yeah, so my mother would be like, we're going to, like, a holiday 
um, like at the Panikis, and I'd be like, girl, I don't want to go, that's crazy, and they would like make me feel so shitty for spending the holiday, they would make me spend the holiday alone, because I didn't want to go over there, so I would literally eat cold ass food alone, and Every time I do it now, out of the house, since I moved to New York on a holiday and I spend it alone, it brings me back to that same cold-ass back room, television room in our house, with the cold floors. And it was so miserable watching TV and with the heater on my feet. Oh my god. But I feel like there's more that I'm missing. Um, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'll just end it here and let it simmer and think of a few. Like, I'm going to go into why I wanted to leave in the next episode and school-wise, so. Eh. I thank you for listening. I mean, I definitely think I learned a lot from my family experiences because if you're not being loved, life is so short that you need to find a space where you feel safe and loved and I think that's what the purpose of life is to feel like love to feel safe, comfortable and in love whether that be working on a passion you love taking care of people you love Like, it doesn't matter. But it was a very dark episode. Um, I'm going to go take care of my herpes, LOL. Take my other med. I have to wake up for work tomorrow, so. I'm very tired. I've been having the craziest fever dreams at night because I'm sweating so much because my body is under attack, but... Yeah, I just wanted to make this series to help people and feel comfortable with their own experiences and know that other people have experiences. Definitely talking about my own experience opens my eyes and it's like, think about potential other experiences people have because you never know what someone's going through. I mean, the world is a cruel world. Right, Lana? So... I don't know, just, (sighs) stay strong, I guess, do it for the art, do it for me, thank you darling, I hope it was interesting.